This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. You know, I got to get some music under that. I absolutely do. But uh, hey, uh, welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. And uh, we'll, before we get Diesel and Will Harrell up here on the line with us, Got to tell you about our first hour. If you missed the first hour of today's show, you missed a really good. It was an all-Paul hour. We had Paul Whittington live from Garner on our Spence Automotive Guest Line talking about high school football, all the games that are taking place tonight. He also, uh, told, we talked a little bit about the NASCAR playoffs going into Darlington this week. He gave you his favorites uh, that he thinks is going to make it to the uh, round of, or uh, not round of 12, but the final 12 drivers and who he thinks is going to get knocked out. So uh, check that out. You can do that by going to uh, brianhanks.com. You can go to SoundCloud and search the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, but the, you know what? The easiest way to do it is... Uh, uh, the, the easiest way to do it is go to brianhanks.com, and you can uh, check that out there for sure. Uh, and again, thank you to Paul Cornwell, who, as I mentioned, with him and even in my monologue, didn't even get up with him until about 10 minutes before the show started. I was like, you know, we really need to uh, get his voice on today's show, and he graciously, as he always does, uh, joined us there. So thank you to Paul Whittington, to Paul Cornwell. Heck, how about this second hour? How does it get better than this? We're going to have uh, Ryan Diesel Gieselman, uh, the head coach of the Kinston Vikings, uh, an exciting, one of the best games I've uh, been a part of in the past two or three years, heck, maybe even three or four years, Uh a lot of fun last week at big 34 to 29 victory over a, uh, a hard, a hard fault victory over uh, Jay Wilson and green central uh, that improved Kinston to one and one helped them avoid their first Oh, and two start since uh, the 2005 season. But man, if you know, diesel, you know, that team is going to bounce back. And I think it's going to be a heck of a game tonight. And, uh, in Aiden at Aiden Grifton tonight too. And then about, uh, 20 minutes or so here into this first hour, we're going to be joined by Will Harrell, the head football coach of those South and blue devils who have a chance to go to two and one <coughs> this, uh, this season with their first home game of the year. So there you go. Uh, diesel Gieselman, uh, here in just a few minutes. And then Will Harrell from South and Hey, we've got to thank, uh, our sponsors. Uh, and I did not do this in the first hour. Jason Bryant is listening right now. He's probably looking at his watch going, Hanks, get these sponsors in. Guess what? He's absolutely right. Thank you to Lenore community college for 65 years. LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today. Thank you so much, so, so much to our good friends, uh, over at LCC, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Ro uh, Rusty Hunt. We had Catherine Pearson here on the show a couple of days ago. Uh, just all the folks, Jeannie Kennedy, all the folks over there, we really do appreciate them and thanking them for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. 
Also, uh, we'll get to UNC Lenore Healthcare because they're going to be sponsoring our big interviews that are coming up here in a few minutes. GoEco Office Automation, another one of our day ones. Uh, that'll be during the birthday game here at the end of the hour. Thank you to Spence Automotive, to Woodman Life, to Rendell Parrot Academy, Down East Protection Systems, King's Restaurant, the Kinston Police Department, Davis Wholesale Tire, Mills International, Rillo Discount Drugs, uh, Lenore County Public Schools, Lenore Tire and Appliance, and the Down East Wood Ducks. And I need to tell you about the Down East Wood Ducks. Yes, I know you're listening, Mr. Clemens. I will get to this right now. Uh, they Unfortunately, they lost last night 7-4. to four to the uh, hated Carolina Mudcats in the armpit of uh, North Carolina and Zebulon. Uh, they are now seven games behind the uh, hated Carolina Mudcats in the Carolina League North. They're 26-30 and 30 and in fourth place. They are on the road now. They're going to play a doubleheader tonight up in Zebulon against uh, the hated Mudcats uh, and then finish out the, the series there on Sunday. And then we get them back for the last regular season series of the year. We get uh, our, our beloved Wood Ducks back uh, beginning on Tuesday against the Augusta Green Jackets. Don't forget to get your tickets. You need to save six home games guaranteed left and then uh, a couple of playoff games too, or at least one playoff game, hopefully two or three playoff games too. But you can get your tickets by going to woodducksbaseball.com or visit the team's box office at Historic Granger Stadium. So, I tell you what, uh, let's get uh, our good friend uh, Ryan Diesel Giesman up on the line with us right now. Again, huge game tonight for uh, Kenston High School and Aiden Grifton. This is a series that uh, dates back to 1973. The uh, da, 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 the uh, Chargers and the Vikings they played each other uh, four straight times from uh, 1973 to uh 1976 Aiden Grifton won those first two games uh 26 to nothing was the very first win back in 1973 uh and then they beat him 21 to nothing in 1974 uh the series was renewed in 1987 with uh, Aiden Grifton winning uh, both of those games 18 to nothing and 19 to nothing in 1987 and 88. And then the series began in earnest or restarted in earnest in 2013 and the uh, first year for Ryan Diesel Gieselman and uh, Kenston. And man, what a series it has been. Uh, Diesel leads the overall series against Aiden Grifton 7 to 5, including two playoff ones. They beat him in 2015 in the second round of the 2A playoffs in that magical season where uh, Kenson went all the way to the state championship game and then beat him in overtime 13 to 7 back in 2018 and again in the first round of the playoffs. They've beat him three straight times in a row. The Vikings have over the Chargers, five out of the last six, and joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, the architect of those victories and uh, the winningest coach in uh, Lenora County history. It's our good friend, Ryan Diesel Giesman joining us this morning here on the Brian Hank show. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I am doing good, man. Just uh, very, very fired up for this game tonight. I think this is going to be uh, now a team that you guys have dominated. I, I said it earlier, 126, you've outscored them 126 to 20 over the previous three years. However, those were three non-Paul Cornwell years. I got a feeling, Coach, especially with it being on the road tonight, it's going to be Aiden Grifton's first home game with uh, Paul Cornwell back at the helm. I think it's going to be a little bit different of a game than it has been the previous three seasons. Your thoughts on that, sir? Oh, yes, sir. You know, Coach Cornwell's back at the helm, and, uh, you know, he, he always does a great job with, uh, with, with the kids there in Aiden. And, uh, 
glad glad to see him back. Uh, he's he's uh, built a great staff and coming back to Aiden. And uh, like you said, they got he's got his guys two and zero first home game. Uh, definitely a different team on tape right now. Yes, sir. I tell you the the cool thing, and I, I know you're busy. You got you're getting the kids ready for school. You've got to do all that. You probably didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I'm telling you. One of the things I admire about you and Coach Cornwell is just, and I mean this sincerely, it's the mutual admiration society that you guys have. He thinks the world of you. He has talked highly about you for, heck, the whole time you've been at Kinston High School. He considers you one of the young coaches. I don't know if you had a chance to hear this, but what I thought was really cool, Diesel, was he said if he were start if he were at a program where he was having to find a coach to start a program and get them to a high level, Coach, he said the first person he would call would be Ryan Gieselman. Well, well, when you hear him say something like that, what does that mean to you, sir? I mean, you know, we grew up with great appreciation, and uh, you know, I, that's uh, you know, coming from him, and you know, just just seeing what he's been able to accomplish through his career, uh, you know, it, 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 I guess I guess it speaks volumes, you know, not only about him, but, but I guess maybe myself a little bit too. But uh, definitely uh, makes you feel good, and uh, you know, it was an honor to coach with him back in the East West game. Uh, in those seven days we spent together, definitely learned a lot about just life and football. And uh, you know, there's there's no other you know greater mentor than you know Coach Cornwell in, in the football world. Yes, sir. He said you were very gracious too, and I'm glad you brought that up there, Coach, uh, about coaching in East West with him because he said he really wanted to put you on the offensive side. I mean, that's what you know Diesel Gieselman is known for is just your your dynamic offense and all that but that he didn't have enough defensive coaches so he he that's what he said in just a few minutes ago that he didn't want to have to ask you but you know he went to you and uh asked you if you were doing he said of course he's like listen he was gracious he did a great job with the defense too uh just what do you remember about that about him coming to you and asking you uh to do that Oh, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a team player and, uh, you know, just, just knowing how that staff works and how everything kind of goes on. You now I was just ready to, to, you know, fill in wherever I could because it was such an honor, you know, one, to coach in the game and then two, just to be on Coach Cornwell's staff. You know, whatever he asked me, I was going to do. And, uh, uh, you know, just, just excited to be there. And like I said, just soak up the experience and knowledge from all those great coaches that were on that staff. And uh, like I said, led by Coach Cornwell, uh, it, it, was, it was a great experience. Well, there you go. Well, we will circle back to uh, Coach Cornwell here in uh, the Aiden Grifton here, but uh, game here in a few moments. But, Coach, I got to tell you, we were so blessed here at BetOnTheBull.com at 960 a.m. Myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, Paul Whittington, uh, Jason, uh, and, uh, and Keith Spence last week to uh, be able to do your game, uh, an exciting game. A fun game, man. It's 8-8 eight to eight going into the final second of uh the uh of the first half uh, you guys called time in fact it had shown uh, triple zeros up on the scoreboard and we thought the first half was over you guys jump up and down on the sideline you're like hey we we get one more second and by god y'all took advantage of that final second of the first half didn't you coach yes sir uh you know that was huge to, to be able to get that second put back on the clock uh and it just, just you know, you know, says a lot of our team like, locking in during that timeout because just, just uh, necessarily not doing something we've never, we we hadn't practiced, but uh, just on the, just a new look that we had had worked on just during the week, and uh, to be able to go out there and execute like we did with from the offensive line and the pass pro to to you know Karan's big pass, and then just cops big you know play you know catch in the back of the end zone to to kind of just you know send a great excitement through our team going into halftime to. To start, you know, start us off, you know, 
going in, going into that second half. And then ultimately, if you look at it, you guys win the game over Green Central, thirty-four to twenty-nine. It turns out to be the game winner in effect. I mean, that you guys got that with one second left. I, I just to be involved in, and you've been involved in so many games. And again, like I like to say, winning as coach in Lenora County history, you've been a part of uh, some just huge wins. Uh, you've coached some just huge wins for Kenston. Where does last week rank, Coach? I mean, when you look back, and again, you've you've coached more games for Kenston High School than any other coach. You've uh, won more than two times as many games as any other coach in Kenston High School history. But And I know we're in week three of the season, and you've got some dumb sports writer or sports reporter right here asking you probably an inane question, but I've got to ask. That's got to be a pretty big game. I mean, again, you're down 29 to 28 also uh, with just a few minutes left in the game. You score that last touchdown. You get the big interception. Where does last week's 34 to 29 win over one of your uh, most heated rivals? Where, where does that rank in the uh, in the pantheon of wins at Kenson High School for you, sir? It's, it's up there. Uh, you know, just, just the – the you know I, the, the way our young guys and our just our team as a whole responded you know just kind of like you said it went back and forth there towards the end and and to score it late to put us up and then respond with you know with interception and, and the pressure on their quarterback to to to, to finishing out the ball game that 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 speaks volumes volumes about our program and our kids and our coaching staff and uh, just just that never you know give up mentality. Uh, you know, I think it was, it, it, it's just one of the, you know, one of those wins that's up there uh, and uh, just just looking to keep building and, you know, pushing forward from there. Absolutely. It uh, evens your record at one and one this year. I, you know what? One of the things I believe you said this last week, co- uh, too, Coach, uh, going into the game was that you really find out a lot about your team between – or the biggest improvement, I'm sorry, for a team is between week one and week two. Obviously, that uh, hard loss the first week at South Central, the big win last week against Green Central. Did this team make that market of an improvement between weeks one and week two, like like you said, Coach? I, I definitely think we made some strides. Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing that, that helped us out, uh, besides you know just valuing the football and not turning it over – was just being able to establish our run game offensively. Uh, that that definitely you know having to have our uh, running back over over 100 yards. Sometimes we can do that. We believe that we can win ball games and and um, just you know you have to think about it too. You know we, you know we threw a pick six early in the game. That that was that first touchdown that GC scored and so our defense played better as well as a whole as a unit. And uh, like I said, we definitely made some strides uh, forward. And like I said, we got to use that momentum and keep building going into the night. I tell you what, Coach Diesel, you have got a uh, you, you've tried. You told us when we were doing preseason stuff about this kid, uh, Tyreek Copper, and uh, only a sophomore. I mean, and you and I'm not trying. A win is a team effort. That is absolutely for sure. But I tell you what, he's only a sophomore, Coach, and he put on quite the show last week. Again, that touchdown to uh, at the end of the first half, a touchdown in the second half that uh, was huge. How special is this kid? And just break him down for us, Coach. I mean, he's he's the he's the model. Nephew, you know, one he's taking taking the schoolhouse uh, very very serious. Uh, you know, look at him. You know, he's he's one of the top 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 if not top five in his class right now academically. Uh, then you know, then been to the weight room and the practice field. Uh, just just the time and effort he puts in there, and then it all just you know makes it easy to translate over to Friday nights. And uh, he, he's he's a big time player and. Uh, he, he, he's uh, 
he's got that big playing ability and, you know, those big moments he's, he's starting to shine. And, you know, uh, as a sophomore, the, the future is very bright for him. I, I the, the stupidest question I'll ask you all day here, Coach, but it's got to put a smile on your face to know, uh, hey, you don't you don't just have him for the rest of this season. You got him for two more seasons after this, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, and you know, just you know, you know, also you know, adding his dad to our staff to to, to push him, push him even even further. That you know, to, to have a guy on our staff with NFL experience that's been to the top of the top to know what it takes. I think that's taking our whole receiver core to a whole new level. And uh, like you said, though, uh, to, to have you know Tyreek and a bunch of these sophomores that are playing for us right now, you know, for the for the next this season and two more is uh, very very exciting here in Kinston. That voice you're listening to is Ryan Diesel Giesman joining us here this morning on the Brian Hanks Show. And as you know, every uh, in our second hour every day we have our big interview. It's brought to you by UNC Lenore Healthcare. Uh, they are the exclusive. Of, Sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's not waste any more time. We got him here for a couple more minutes. It's Ryan Diesel Giesman, head football coach at Kenston High School as uh, his Vikings uh, get ready to travel to uh, Aiden Griffin tonight to take on a Chargers team uh, that has really just turned around. Coach, I got to tell you, I don't think anybody outside of the Aiden Griffin locker room and Paul Cornwell and his players, and I'm sure there are some parents in there too, but especially with the way the program had just, that Chargers program had sunk the last couple of years, for them to be 2-0 going into tonight's game against you, did you expect them to – to uh, be 2-0 and this year. And just your thoughts on, before we break down tonight's game, just your thoughts on where the program is right now, Coach. Well, I mean, when, you know, when, when Coach Coach Cornwell took the job, I believe he texted or texted all, all of his non-conference opponents and, and made it clear that he would have a JV team this year. And, you know, Coach Cornwell just made it a priority to, you know, he knows that to, to have a successful program, you've got to, it starts with your JV program because they are the future. and. Uh, you know, he's done that. We played our JV game on Tuesday night. Very fortunate to get that in. And uh, just, uh, like I said, uh, uh, he's hired a great staff. He's uh, he's rallied the troops. Uh, he's got good numbers. And, uh, uh, you know, with Coach Coach Cornwell at the helm, uh, you expect expect great football. And, and that's what we've seen the, the first two weeks on tape and, and what we traded tape-wise. And, uh, like I said, 2-0. Big home game tonight there at that their place, uh, and looking forward to it. Absolutely, they've only given up 15 points uh, in the first two weeks of the season, Coach. Uh, you know what? You kind of uh, changed my question here, and I like it. Uh, looking at them on film for these first two weeks of the season that you've had a chance to see them, how, how does it compare and contrast it to the previous three seasons that he wasn't there, sir? Oh, I mean, just. You know their their offense is a little bit different. Uh, they're a little bit they're different on defense. Like I said, he's assembled a great staff who who you you can see have have taught great fundamentals. Um, and just like I said, I mean, like just having more numbers, I think has has helped them out greatly. And uh, like I said, I mean, they, they're they're very fundamental, and that's what you come to expect with that with that coach Cornwell led team. 
Well, there you go. Well, let's uh, wrap it up here. And again, thank you for your time this morning here on game day, coach. And we will not be doing a, a pregame show tonight. So this will be the only chance we get to talk to you here about this here today here at 960 bet on the bull.com coach, uh, keys to the victory. What do you need to do for, uh, for your Vikings to improve to two and one tonight, coach? I uh, just using that momentum coming off, coming off last week. And, uh, and, and playing Kansas football, not beating ourselves. Uh, all, all 11 hats on defense to the ball and, uh, and you know, just just uh, valuing the football. With, with a short week of practice, only two days of practice for us, you know, just, just got to be very, very fundamental and not beat ourselves. Very good. Listen, uh, Jason Bryant just sent this in, too. Let me ask you this. He said, uh, ask Coach, do we have to pre-purchase tickets for tonight's game for Kinston fans going to Aiden Grifton, or can you buy them at the gate? Do you know that deal, Coach? The, the, the tickets are $8 that's cash or the GoFan app. So they have both options available at Aiden Griffin. So, uh, you know, you can buy a ticket at the gate. So $8 cash gets you in, or you can use the GoFan app, which, you know, has a service charge, which would make it more. So show up at the gate, $8 cash, and come support the Vikings. There you go. Listen, uh, Ryan Diesel Giesman, again, thank you again. So gracious with your time. We appreciate you. Good luck in tonight's game. We'll talk to you next week, sir. Thank you, sir. There you go. That's Ryan Diesel Gieselman from Kenston High School. <coughs> Excuse me. And we're going to just quickly segue to our next interview here, which is going to be Will Harrell from uh, South Lenore High School. And I'm uh, excited to share some numbers with him uh, going into their uh, big game tonight as they will be taking on uh, Dixon High School out of uh, Holly Ridge. So, uh, again, very excited to be talking to him about that and especially about uh, just the history that South Lenore has against Dixon. I mean, one of those things that I was very surprised by as I was looking at, uh, as I was doing the research with uh, with South Lenore. So uh, I guess, hey, joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, the head football coach, the athletics director of South Lenore High School. His uh, Blue Devils coming off a big win over uh, Jones Sr., they get to play their first home game of the season as they take on Dixon tonight. But, again, joining us here on the uh, Spence Automotive Guest Line, Will Harrell from South and North. How you doing, sir? Oh, uh, man, I'm already wet this morning, brother. I've been rolling. <laughs> I bet you are. I guarantee you are. Uh, listen, before we uh, jump into tonight's game, a uh, you know, we knew going into last week's game, and it's one of the things we said on the Real Discount Drugs pregame show that myself and – even uh, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith and Paul said was that we kind of had the feeling that last week was a, a name-your-score situation for you guys going into Jones Senior. And I'm not saying that to disrespect the Trojans. I know they play their guts out. They play hard. but uh, And I ask you, I mean, about how you prepare for a game like that as opposed to a, a game like tonight or when you get into the conference season. But uh, your takeaways from last week's win in Trenton, Coach? Uh, saw a lot of growth offensively. Uh, we left a few scores out there, but I mean, we uh, we come on we come on out and attack, and it, it was great to see, especially for our young players. My freshman, sophomore stepped up a lot for us uh, um, offensively, uh, defensively. You know, getting a shutout against anybody in high school football now is very is, is hard. So I mean, that was a uh, was nice to keep that at zero. But I mean, I just we just saw a lot of stuff um, improve. From uh, from week one, they cleaned up a lot of stuff. I mean, we had 
one time, I think it was one turnover, and it was just we threw the ball a little bit late. But you know, I told Reed that's just you know a freshman thing, and you know, we'll learn from it. And he, you know, he come off the field. He said, "Coach, if I threw it a second earlier, I said, yep, that's the difference between six and interception." He said, "Yep, I see it now." So I mean, just seeing those young kids really grow from week one to week two, and you know, we only got to practice two days this week, but I saw more. So I mean, I'm excited going into the night. And uh, taking on a, a team that uh, South Lenore first played all the way back in 1964, played two games for, in 64 and 65, played four games from 85 to 88, and then four more games from 93 to 96. So a program that South Lenore has not seen since uh, 1996. However, here's a number for you. You know me, Coach. I'm, I'm into all this. South Lenore, 9-1 all-time against Dixon in its history. How about that? Man, I didn't know that, so I guess I did schedule pretty good this year. That's not, uh, <laughs> that get, which leads to the question, Coach. Uh, <laughs> how how did you get Dixon back on your schedule again for the first time in 27 seasons? Uh, you know, when I was uh, – I actually had the schedule done just about uh, this time last year. I was almost full, and they reached out to me. They said, you know, Coach, we used to play a while ago. You know, would you be interested in getting back on the uh, – non-conference schedule with us and I said well, yeah I said I'd love to and um you know I know they uh you know they've been 1A 2A 3A they've been up and they've been down they've been all over the place I mean just the and I was sitting there and that sheet we gave when I first came I saw we played Dixon I said okay I said let's get you know a familiar face back on it we hadn't seen in a while let's let our people see new schools and um, and I know they do travel very well so that was a big thing of it and talking with Coach Combs last year I said you know with football, we wanted to go after some money at the gate. As bad as that sounds, but financially, that's, that's the reason why we did it. And, um, you know, just, I said, man, I said, you know, as a, as a football coach, you know, you always want to see somebody new. You want to see a new offense. You want to see somebody that, you know, kind of can get you prepared for conference. And they're going to run some single-wing stuff that James Keenan's going to run. So uh, just getting a good look at that and see where we stand early was a key factor in it. Wow, absolutely. And on top of it, too, let's talk a little bit about Dixon as you're uh, getting ready to take them on later on tonight. And, Coach, listen, people are going to see South and one and one especially coming off that big win against Jones Sr. last week, and as well as you played against North Johnston, too, in the first week. But Lippy, and again, they're going to see that Dixon lost to Topsail last week, 52-6. to six. But listen, this is a Dixon team. That was down by one score at halftime at East Duplin in the uh, first week of the season. This is not a bad uh, Bulldogs team that's rolling into deep run tonight, is it, Coach? No, and I talked to Coach Battle Holly at East Duplin after they played, and I said, man, I said, I ain't got your film yet. I said, tell me about them. He said, man, they're much improved than they were a year ago. And I had, uh, I had one or two films on them last year, and they are. They got a new coaching staff. Uh, they I mean they adopted that single wing, that physical football mentality, and they're uh, they're very fundamentally sound, very well coached. I mean they believe in that thing, and I mean they're gonna grind it and grind it and grind it and grind it on you. So um, I mean, like I said, they are much improved. I mean they have some decent size, got a little bit of speed in some areas. Um, you know we haven't uh, they actually have a decent kicker. We haven't seen that in the first two weeks, so we're kind of excited to see something. I can go a little further than 10 yards. So, um, you know, it's it's going to be definitely a challenge. I mean, I mean, with them being 3A and, you know, last week they played Topsil, and Topsil had some tremendous speed and tremendous size. I mean, they looked pretty good on film. 
And, uh, I mean, like you said, but he's doofing. I mean, they they come right out, and he's doofing, and Dixon just hit each other right in the mouth. It was a very physical first half. So, um, and Coach Howard told me, he said, man, he, he thought they did a great job of limiting these doofing possessions the first half, and they did. Wow. And, uh, I mean, they uh, – I mean, they're, they're much improved. Now, I'll get to touch on their credit. And, uh, you know, coming in, I think he came in in late May, maybe early June. I mean, he's, he's, uh, you can tell they've been in the weight room a little bit. You can tell, I mean, they believe in their style of football, which I mean, this is credit for the culture he's building down there. And any, anybody that comes in somewhere new that can turn it in that right direction that quickly. So it's not going to be, um, you know, I think they scored on it about, 16 points in two games, 13 points, something like that. It's not going to be an easy test or anything for us. It's going to be they're looking to get a win. And, uh, you know, I told the guys, you know, home opener. You know, we've got the hurricane that's coming off that. No school. I expect a big crowd tonight. Everybody's going to be excited. and You know, it's going to be nice to wear blue for a change instead of white being on the road. So, you know, a lot of these uh, young guys are going to be their first varsity football game at home. So, hopefully those jitters got out in the last two weeks, and we're going to find out here in a little bit. No, you're absolutely right about that. Again, that voice you're listening to is Will Harrell, head football coach, athletics director at South Lenore High School. His uh, Blue Devils getting ready to play their first uh, home game of the season. And what does that mean? You sort of alluded to it, but I'm going to get you to deep dive into it a little bit there, Coach Harrell. They, like you said, the first home game. I mean, everybody else in our neck of the woods has played, uh, already played at home. It's uh, taking until September. How about that? Taking until September for you guys to play your first home game of the year. Uh, and, and again, you've looked good in the first two weeks of the season. It, how special is it to finally, finally be able to walk out of your own field house and through, uh, whatever it is you guys will be walking into, to, uh, play a home game. Well, you know, it's, when I set the schedule up, I put the, the first two away and I said, guys, you know, we don't start school too late this year. And, you know, we just started this week. So I was, I said, man, let's, let's go and get our away games, you know, you know, North Johnson ain't a bad ride at all, but they're going to get the, you know, the kind of longer trip out of the way full school started. And, and it's just, it's just, it's anytime you come home and, you know, thinking about it, I think we're the only team in the county that's home tonight. So, I mean, I, you know, it's going to be a big turnout. And, um, I know the kids are excited. They've been, Ted was texting me yesterday, coach, please tell me the game's not canceled. We really want to play. <laughs> They've come, I mean, I was here about 17 this morning and, they were already calling and texting. Some of them done brought me some breakfast this morning. So um, I'm getting ready to go get some stuff for the concession stand. And just playing in front of our people, it always means a lot. I mean, every home team, but, you know, especially to us because I know what – I know our people is going to come support us. And not only at home but on the road as well. But I just know, um, especially in the next few weeks, I know next week we have a couple class reunions coming. I know we got some at home coming. Just, I know all the – South and North people, we got home. We got a home game in any sport, really. We're going to come. We're going to show out and support our kids, and that's huge for us as a program. Hey, listen, I've said this in the as I'm in my 21st season here now in uh, in Lenora County, and I'm not. Oh, by the way, North Lenora is at home tonight. Now they were supposed to play last night. Remember, you know, with all the weather and everything, so they ended up moving their game to uh, tonight. So that's the only other uh, game in Lenora County that's being played in Lenora County tonight, but. Uh, where was I going with that? Just and I've said this, and I'm not saying this as disrespect to North and North, to Kinston, to uh, to Parrot Academy, to Bethel Academy, but the biggest crowds year in, year out, 
are at South Lenore every year here in Lenore County. And that's even with the success that, you know, Kent's has been in the state playoffs, what, 15 straight years in a row. And North Lenore making it, what, three of the previous six years or whatever. They are at South Lenore. And that's one of the things that you talked about that was a big deal to you when you came, when you accepted this job a couple of years ago, Coach, is just there really is outstanding fan support, outstanding, and it's not just in football. It's you now being the AD. It's in all the other sports, too. What does that mean to you to get that kind of support you get from the southern part of the county and Deep Run and Pink Hill and Woodington and, and all those parts of the southern part of the county, Coach? It's huge. I mean, even this morning, uh, our, debit, our discount debit cards uh, actually going in effect today on, on September 1, all the discount stuff, and I, I think we receded probably about 80 of them this morning. So, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of folks calling about those, a lot of folks calling about season passes, all kind of stuff. And, you know, my phone rings. I told people I almost need two secretaries, but, you know, it's, it's all the time. <laughs> you know, we'd love to help you do this. We'd love to you know, come on out and do that for you and feed the team. And I've got a bunch of churches in the community that feeds us and some local businesses that feed us and parents. I mean, it's, it's wonderful, man. It's, we just, it's nice really to look at, you know, since COVID, you know, when everything really went from, um, you know, a big atmosphere to really being very limited to finally getting it to come back. I mean, it's, it's great to turn around and we got, you know, you know, the night we'll have football going on. I'll, I'll turn around. There'll be a, I don't know how many cheerleaders we got, but everybody knows we got a bunch of them. <laughs> we got them in some new uniforms. I know they're excited about that. And, uh, you know, just to see all the sports out there at events. I know I have some volleyball girls on the sideline doing water for me, and the student section will be rocking, and we'll have some, uh, you know, alumni, a whole bunch of alumni folks here. And one thing that is unique about, you know, South Lenore, there's a lot of people that have kids playing a lot of different sports out here that actually went to South Lenore. So to hear them come in and want to tell you about when they played and, you know, what they did back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and just wanting to come back, wanting their kids to go through school here means a lot to us. And it's just the support out here is just unreal. And, you know, we appreciate everything we get from the community and I actually just got about three text messages from community members right now. And said, Coach, are we still on? So, <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, my, like I said, my phone rings a lot. But, I mean, <laughs> I'd rather for it be that way than the opposite way. So, I mean, anytime you got a community that really wants to be a part of your program, it's huge. And I know uh, Williams' uh, middle school, uh, I remember our theater middle school reached out to us from various sports. And, like, in football, they want a couple of plays. And they want to uh, – you know, come out and check some stuff out, and we're trying to work on some stuff to get them over here. And so, I mean, we're just trying to really grow everything through our youth sports, and we're trying to bring back a lot of stuff through, you know, the summertime sports camps, which we're going to do next summer. But just to see everything growing, especially since COVID, has just been outstanding. That's really how it should be. It absolutely should be. Well, now we're not going to be able, we're not going to be doing a uh, pregame show this week. I hadn't told you that yet, coach, but so we won't be doing that. I won't be calling you a little bit later for that. And you know what? I am absolutely wrong. Thank you, Jason Bryant, who just texted me. Coach, you were right. You are the only game at home tonight because North and Nor, I guess because of the official situation and moving their game from last night to tonight, they're playing Tuesday. They're going to be at home Ooh. Tuesday. Exactly. Taking on a CBA cock. So coach, I apologize and thank you to Jason Bryant right now who is listening, uh, that that game is uh, the Tuesday. It's going to be a Tuesday night game 
for uh, North Lenore. But w- where I was going with all that, Coach, is that we will not be doing a uh, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show tonight, so this will be the only chance I get to ask you this today. But keys to the victory. I mean, you, you've seen Dixon. We've talked about him a little bit here a few minutes ago. But uh, what do you guys have to do well tonight to come away with that victory against the Bulldogs and improve to 2-1, and one, sir? I think they're going to do pretty much a similar um, deal, kind of like did East Dupin, especially with our with our offenses. They're going to try to limit our possessions, and we got to play extremely well defensively and force some turnovers. You know, I, I told the told the guys all week. Um, you know, the first two games, and look, I look at how many turnovers we forced. As I know we had some we had some call back last week, but we got to play very well defensively, um, offensively. We got to take advantage of their mistakes, and we got to keep we got to keep growing on offense. We got to keep scoring. Um, I do believe that I told them the other day in practice. I do believe we're really close to being dangerous on the offensive side. We just got to keep growing. So I mean, I think we're going to start. Let's see, two freshmen got a quarterback, running back, be a freshman tonight. We have a sophomore on the offensive line. We have a sophomore at the receiver position so i mean we're and we're still still growing i mean i was sitting there last week and coach Cone said man he said you're almost playing with a jv team i said buddy i know i said because you look on the defensive side we're sitting there with two sophomores on the d-line we got a freshman linebacker you know we're gonna have a sophomore at corner tonight so i mean we're still very young but just to see those kids really grow and mature is really the fun part of coaching you're to see them grow up and have some success and battle adversity. But going into the night, if we can make them, you know, if we can back them off a little bit and take advantage of the underneath game and the passing game and the running game, um, and everybody knows me for wanting to throw the football a lot. And, uh, you know, especially the first two weeks, we we have to uh, work to establish and run a lot more than we have in years past. But, I mean, the big thing for us tonight is going to be defensively limiting that ground and pound, making them – you know, come out of their shell, putting them in uh, certain long situations, how they're going to respond, and making them have to come out of their comfort zone. That's going to be the key to us tonight. Well, very good. Well, listen, I believe, and I hate to speak out of order here, and Jason, I know you are listening, but I think we are at you guys next week for the Richlands game. I'm almost positive because we haven't seen you yet, and I think we've got you guys uh, next week. I hope I'm I hope I'm not wrong, and I've <laughs> and Jason's going to like hit me with a message. No, no, no! But I think we have you guys next week. Uh, so looking forward to seeing the new press box, and well, not the new press box, but all the improvements to it, and just excited about it. Listen, Coach Will Harrell, good luck tonight and uh, in the game against Dixon. Looking forward to seeing you guys, and I hope you're two and one going into next week, sir. Absolutely. That makes for an even bigger gate next week. <laughs> it definitely will. Coach, thank you so much for joining us here, sir. I appreciate it, bud. There you go. That's Coach Will Harrell. Coming up right now, we're going to get John and Jonathan here. Let's play uh, the first birthday game of September here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday, September the 1st, in the year of the Lord 2023. It's a new month. It's a. Well, it's football fighting. Wait, we had three games last night. We got three games tonight. Seems excessive, Brian. Well, it's Labor Day weekend, and some teams play on Friday of Labor Day week. Some people are going into Labor Day weekend. You know, but the good news was we had a game last night, so I am off tonight. So I I made a mistake of telling Linda that, hey, I'm off on Friday, so I think she's got something planned for us tonight. 
Although so that's you, not a mistake. I'm excited about the time. So if there was another football game today. to cover, you would be enthusiastically covering it. Probably. I well, guess Kinston I was. is at Aiden Griffin. I was tonight. trying to help him, but it didn't really it help. It didn't him. really help okay. at all. Uh, Kinston is at Aiden Griffin tonight, and I've thought about going to that one, at least watching the first half of it. I think I can sell it to Linda that, you know, the game starts at 7. If we stay for the first half, that'll be until about 8, and then I'll take her out to dinner somewhere in Greenville. What do you think? Is that a good why, sign? Why eat so late? Well, so I can watch the first half of the Kinston Aiden Griffin game. You haven't been getting much football lately. <laughs> Not at all. By the way, and I know this is a few days ago now, but uh, <laughs> did I tell you about us cleaning out the freezer? Brother, I don't believe I'd tell that, but you go right ahead. Oh, I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, you uh, should be. <laughs> did you see, you're not on Snapchat, are you? Uh, you put it up on Snapchat. And it got a lot of responses. A lot of responses. Uh, first, we pull out a, a little thing of corn, frozen corn, that I would have swore I bought in the like, like at least the last year or so. Okay, it was 20 uh, 2016. Was the expiration date? Yeah. Oh, it gets better. There was a Cornish hen in there that I have actually looked at in the last eh, several months and thought, you know what, I need to cook that. Because I'm a, I'm a, I make a mean Cornish hen. Haven't I made you Cornish hen before? Why do you make them mean? What do you do, stab them and not feed them? How do you do it? <laughs> anyway, they're delicious. Uh -huh. I make a, how about I make a very good Cornish hen, okay? What do you, do you dress up with the feathers and stuff? <laughs> how do you do it when you put on a beak? <laughs> <laughs> Come on! It is funny. I got to give you, it's funny. But uh, this is not an exaggeration. September 30th, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> so, who was president then? Obama. Uh, Obama was. Uh, oh, my. I believe in it. Well, yeah. The no, man believed it. in change. Change out the food in your freezer, Brian. Here's what's crazy. And Linda and I talked about this. Do you realize September? So, I probably. Well, how long does uh, before it expires? Before meat expires? Three months if you put it in the freezer? Maybe, sort of, yeah. So, so I probably bought that in April or May of 2014. Wasn't even married to Tina yet. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. You know, Tina yeah. was still alive when I bought that, that Cornish hen. Yep. Secondly, mm -hmm. I lived in a different place, so not only did I have to... You moved it. I moved it. You have transported it. And it was old, because think about it. I moved in here in December of 2015. It expired in September of 2014. It was already expired well over a year when I moved it from that house to this house. You know, you, he should have cooked it, Massey, because that chicken would taste like history. <laughs> that was pretty good. Can you believe that? I, that, I, I did not know. That Nine chicken years old. has great, 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 grandkids. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Given their gestation period, it's only like 60 days. Let me ask you, it has been, I guarantee you, it's been hard frozen the entire time. I mean that. I mean, I wouldn't have moved it from there to here, I don't think, if it had been even a little bit soft. What are you keeping it for, home defense? That's what I have depths for. Down East Protection Systems. Who Focus on the chicken, the Brian. <laughs> well, I, Point I the chicken to. at me. <laughs> Point the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Hi ah, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Aviary weaponry. Yes. That was good. That was very good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> frozen chicken. Frozen, yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I guess that's the end of that story. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember what the end of it was, but I'm just, uh, can you believe? Yeah. Nine years. Oh, I know what I was going to talk about. When I left the free press in 2016, you helped me move my stuff over here. Yeah. 
we both did. There's still pieces of pieces of our knuckles, knuckles on the wall, the brick wall outside. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, uh, <laughs> you didn't seem like it at the time. <laughs> anyway, God, y'all are making me cough. I haven't again. I haven't coughed all day. Well, I mean, it's morning, of course, but to this point in the morning, I haven't coughed yet. But you ought to, on the way out today, you ought to look in our freezer. I challenge you, there's nothing in there. There's literally, Linda bought a couple stuff uh, at the grocery store, and that's the reason she needed to clean it out, or just to see what was old in there. And it was an adventure. It was truly an adventure. Should have had Steve Perry narrate it for you. It's been a journey. No. No! <laughs> okay. Last month, Jonathan Massey, you won the birthday, which, by the way, we should tell people we're playing the birthday game, although we're six minutes into this. Uh, we are playing the birthday game. You won last month. Let's talk uh, about the chicken some more. <laughs> you won, Jonathan Massey, nine to six. I don't even know how many months now you've won. I should Doesn't know matter. off the top of my head, but you won a lot. How about that? Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, GoEco Office Automation, the title sponsor of the birthday game. Well, folks, if you find that your uh, your business has become much like Brian's freezer, where everything in it's a little outdated, you should give Jock a call because he can update all your systems. He is an innovator when it comes to office automation. And much like Linda has come in and updated Brian's freezer, Jock can come in and update your business. John Dawson. Mm. You got to give the boy some I give him nothing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I've already used my September That's one. That's it. And it's September 1st. Well, but you weren't expecting it. I was not expecting it. You're absolutely right. So, uh, Judging by the condition of your drawers, you were not expecting it. I was not. Uh, what's the phone number? How can we get hold of Jacques Passelet? You can give him a call at 252-286-286-53-53. Five, four. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com. What is goeco.com or bucklesberry.com? Mm. There you go. We have four musical hints here to start off the uh, the uh, month of September. And let's see what our first one's going to be here. It's a good band. You're going to like that. I wonder if people are going to bucklesberry.com looking for office automation stuff. <laughs> people are going. I, I check the stats every few days. You're welcome. Mm, thank you. He's the lead singer of this band. Oh, Dawson, this a gib, isn't it? It's got to be Barry. It is Barry Gibb. Yeah, because I didn't say a dead one. The other two brothers have passed on to the great BG in the sky. But this is Barry Gibb of uh, the BGs. Jonathan Massey, how old is he today? Oh, hold on. I love this. This is good harmony. Oh, sorry. Are you going to dance for us? <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> All right, how old is he? Uh, uh, yeah. It is my good. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me, John Dawson. Hold on, chorus. Timely. More than a moment to me. That's pretty good. Okay, how old is he today there, Jonathan Massey? 81. You say 81. What do you say, John Dawson? Uh, what are you giggling at yourself for? I was proud of a little quip I made. Anyway, <laughs> um, you said 81? Yeah. 
80. I don't know. He was born September the 1st in the year of the Lord, 1946. So only 77. So congratulations, mm. John Dawson. You take a one to nothing lead here in September. They were just cool. I mean, the BGs were they not? Well, they were just the, other than the disco era. Yeah. I just think they were cool. I mean, Barry had his hamburger meat all out. That's what you should do. Dawson, Miami Sound Machine. Lead singer? Gloria Estefan. I got to tell you, man, and you talk about a good story. You know, she got out of the bit, and this is all sincerity. I'm not. Take care of her mom. No, her husband. Husband, yeah. Is that not awesome, dude? I mean, Anita Baker got out to take care of her mom. Okay. But I just say, is that, and has not had a, has not been out on tour, has it done anything because she, Mm. I just admire that. He was in the band, too. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gloria Estefan, uh, John Dawson. This is the rhythm is going to get you. Did it? It looks like it's getting Jonathan right now. Conga is the, their big one, the first it one. It is. But I didn't feel like playing it. I thought that's one that everybody knows. So, you want me to play Conga? No, play no, 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 no. Too late. No. Too early in the morning for this. <laughs> is it my guess? Yeah, hold on. Come on, Jonathan. Tito Puente. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, Gloria Stefan. 67. You say 67? Like I said, I almost didn't play this because this is like, this would be like playing uh, where the streets have no name, you know? By the way, guess what we're going to be six weeks from today, dude? Vegas, baby. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hit us both. Uh, you said. I don't remember now. It's too loud. He said and 67. He said 67. What do you say, John of Massey? Remember that listener told you to not do that yeah, with the music? Yeah, I know. I know you're not going right. to listen to me, but I figured you'd listen to a, a third party. Yeah. That what makes you think you almost ran off the road History. a couple of times? <laughs> they almost ran off the road a couple of times because it kept going. No, it was they almost they checked their did they check their radio. I, I did that here. I acted it out. I said people are going to be turning their radio down, and then you're going to turn the music down, and they're going to turn it back up, and then you're going to turn it up, and you're going to blow something up. <laughs> He's not wrong. Who was the listener? I, I don't remember. Okay. Robin Godfrey. Mm. All right. How old it is she? might have been Robin. It was. I remember you talking about okay. it. Thank you, Mr. Godfrey. No, Ms. Mrs. Godfrey. Robin Godfrey. Guess okay. for the love of God. <laughs> he said 67. I'm going to kick myself 68. You are going to kick yourself yep. because she was born September 1st, 1957, which makes her 66. Mm. You're right, up that was, I started to say that and chickened out. Okay, we've got... Uh, that makes two of us. Mm. Well, we can take uh, one song off here. Wait a minute. There's only... Oh, there's only three artists. I did originally have four. That's right. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, she's one of the hot young uh, actresses today. She's been in uh, been in a couple of the Spider-Man. She's Spider-Man's girlfriend. She's also in the HBO show... Uh, oh, uh, Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya fan, because I mean I don't think she's that good of an actress, and I've watched her in a couple of things. I've, to Has my she really knowledge. had a Shakespearean script to work with yet? There you go. She is in Spider-Man. Oh, so. <laughs> I think, I think, I think that Euphoria show is supposed there to be like. That's it. But you know what that is, don't you? Though it is dark. I haven't watched it, me but either. I want to. But I've heard, yeah, it's I like don't, I don't want to. It to me, it feels. What's the movie? 
you told me never to watch, but then wa- then you and Drew watched it with me. Yeah. Uh, it's that. Requiem. Yeah, it was oh, Requiem. It's, it? it's basic. From what I can tell, I've never watched it, but from what I can tell about reading about it, it's Requiem in show form. Well, I've got zero desire to watch it then. Bingo, bango, bongo. There you go. Have you ever seen Requiem for a Dream? You warned me off of it. Don't. I'm telling you. I, I mean, listened. Yeah. Well, See, when it, you tell me stuff, it's a really good movie, but not in. I don't know if it's not good. I've only seen it twice. Okay, I saw it once with Drew and John. That time, I mean, you back you, then. you don't even listen to you. I don't. But then I was like, I'm never watching it again, and it happened to be on HBO, and I was like, you know what? It couldn't have been that bad. Let me watch again. That's been within like the last year or so. Guess what? It, uh, yeah, it was it. it I dreamed about it. It was so dark. It's one of those that just messes with your mind, man. It's it does it not. Yeah, it's it's kind of kind of like Ace Ventura. <laughs> Wait, exactly what? like Ace, Ace Ventura. Ventura is awesome. Okay, Zendaya, Zendaya, Zendoya, Zendaya, Zendaya. Thank you. How old is Zendaya today? Twenty-two. You say twenty-two. What do you say, John Dawson? Twenty-three. She was born September the first, nineteen ninety-six. Wow. Dude, she's 27 today, man. Playing I should have known Still that. playing teenagers. Get ready for the old folks home. Yeah. Why don't you? Well, but the thing is, the character she played, I think even in Euphoria, she's a teenager in that, is she? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched it either. We'll not watch it. But, uh, hey, wait a minute. It's September the 1st, and <laughs> he's over there cranking it. Mm-hmm. Crank it harder. <laughs> oh. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. John Dawson here on September the 1st has a perfect game. You've already clinched today, dude. <laughs> and then I even get to hear you do the impression of this next person. No, you're, no. We have no notice on these, by the I way. I know, people. I love it. Dr. Phil McGraw. Now, what you need to realize is I was sued for sexual harassment before I was on television. Go look it up. He is such a slime ball, man. I kind of—I didn't want to say I did a deep dive into it. And him, I am but not I bald. This is a six-inch hair part, dude. He's just not a—he's just—he's just not a good person. What some of the I stuff he's done. I mean, some of his staff members will—I I don't know. I don't know. Just not a good person. But uh, Doctor Phil, how old are you today? Sixty-nine, Brian. Hey, you got to do it in your voice, though. I just did. Oh, was that in the Doctor Phil voice? It was. How old is Dr. Phil today over there? Who is not 69, by the way? 70. Uh, he was born September the 1st, 1950, so he's 73 today. So you broke up the perfect game. You still clinched today, though, John Dawson. Yeah. And we've even got one more birthday left. And one might a, say I seized it, Brian. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, but somebody might. There you go. This person has passed away, this artist. And uh, passed away in 1993, so passed away 30 years ago. Okay. Zap. No. I hadn't even heard the. Well, he did Hello, die in 93. Conway Tweedy. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. Just as Play slow hand. As you used to be. I just want to hear at least the first couple of notes. We got, we're, we're good on time. Lots of How's your new love? Are you happy? I don't know the rest of it. Hope you're doing best to know it. His tour bus was called the Tweety Bird. (laughs) I love Family Guy for many, many reasons. (coughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Tweety. He was so into that, that first, what, first eight or nine? He's not done it in several seasons. 
It's not know? like them to take a joke and run it into the ground but over they and over and several over. Times. And okay, over. here's slow hand. Why are you unbuttoning your shirt? Why is Jonathan unbuttoning his shirt? You're leaving, aren't you? <laughs> Don't. The lazy sway. He wasn't the original guy who sang this, was he? I don't know. Look in your looking into the night. You're getting into character a little too easy <laughs> these days. Don't say I'm going to have to look this up. Somebody else did this before. What your body said. I think it was Tito Quinte. Sisters did this. You want a man with a slow hand. They did a Springsteen song, Fire. He's real. I can't even make eye contact with him. He's really. But the Pointer Sisters did this for, did us this song. Whoever wrote that song got two chicks. Hold on. When it comes to love, you Written by Michael Clark and John Bettis. Okay, here's uh, the Pointer Sisters. How about that, dude? Mm. I knew I had heard that before. I just didn't realize it was a There's a video on YouTube, a pro shot video on YouTube of them playing at the attic in Greenville. The Pointer Sisters? Oh, wow. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey, how old would Conway Twitty be if he were alive today? Bearing in mind, he did die. Now, this is not Conway Twitty singing now, just so you know. <laughs> he didn't even acknowledge it. Don't say a word, because I already heard what your body's saying to mine. I just, yeah. does nothing for me when you do it. Oh. Oh. 86. You say 86. Hold on, chorus. We just heard the chorus four times. I love it. I love it. Conway 20. He said 86. You say 87. He was born September the 1st, 1933. He would be 90 today. So, congratulations. John Dawson. Talk about starting out a month. You're getting a slow clap. You're not getting. Hey, you're getting a slow hand. Get it up! Ah. I love it. Hey, other birthdays today. Uh, former Newburn and uh, Wake Forest star. He actually played in our United Way Day of Basketball one time with us. Twan Scott, today is his birthday. Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to uh, former Parrot Academy and Newburn star, who now is the head basketball coach and athletics director at Peace University up in Raleigh. Claude Shields, today is his birthday. And then uh, happy birthday to Travis Town. Really good guy, man. Very talented musician. And uh, happy birthday to him. So, if today's your birthday, like Travis Town, Claude Shields, Twan Scott, Conway Twitty. Uh, wait a minute, that's not Conway Twitty, is it? Nope, that's Conway. Yeah, there you go. Have a great birthday. We'll see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Sing along, Jonathan. With the slow hand. <laughs> the scary I'm thing so is, excited. he was sitting right there in that chair where <laughs> you're at right now. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> uh, yeah. Linda Whittington joining me here for the final 
45 seconds of today's Whoa. show. Hey, breaking news. The ACC has added uh, Stanford, University of California, and SMU by a vote this morning, which is amazing. But I wanted to get that in here in the final bit. What are we doing today? We're not going to a football game tonight? No. What are we doing? Uh, we're going to dinner in Greenville, yeah, North Carolina. I got to go to the ECU volleyball game uh, today. I'll yeah. be there. In fact, I'm leaving right now. As soon as the show is over, I'll Whoa. be doing the public address for that. Uh-huh. So that's going to be fun. Uh, listen, thank you, thank you, thank you. Paul Whittington, you know him. Uh, huh? Thank you to uh, Paul Cornwell, to Ryan Diesel Geisman, Will Harrell. Enjoy your Friday night football and dinner in Greenville. Woo-hoo. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday on the Brian Hayes Show presented by the Lord Community College. Blah. Did you say Bella? Uh-huh. Bella? Bella? <laughs>